Alright, good morning everyone. Um, I hope you're all doing fantastic today in this slightly soggy war, war morning. It's not it's not the best, but yeah, it's not too bad, isn't it? Hence yeah. why I, I'm dressed like this, of because of that reason. Uh, I'm Mass, as you know. Um, I'm your good, good host for today with my co-host, my boy, Ashraful. Hello. So, um, something that all really... these beautiful human beings. Something that I really liked, right, today. Well, I don't like it, I actually really hate it. Like, <laughs> Why are you lying for? But like you know when it rains, right, and you get that big like like the road is at a slope, so you get a, like a big puddle. Oh right, and when then the, like and that. then cars can like yeah. drive over it, right? Yeah, and cause a splash. I have been splashed three times this week. <laughs> Third time, and it's like on the way to college. There's a really big like slope, and there's like you see these three cars coming at thirty, and they're like, whoosh, and then you just see people. They don't care. They just walk on, and then like you know, just like, do it, do it. I don't care. You know, and it's like, why, <laughs> why, like, please, man. Yeah. So we're here, nice. joined with our um, beautiful guest today, Dan the man. How are so, you doing, man? I'm doing good. It's uh, wet and cold, and I'm slightly sick, but apart from that, it's great. Yeah, man. Um, You've got that yeah. beautiful, like, do you know that morning croaky voice? Mm. I feel so masculine when I wake up. It's more of a cold voice, but yeah. I know, but like my voice is, when I wake up like that or ill, my voice just sounds so much deeper and I just feel so much oh, more man. masculine. Everyone loves that. I know. It's like, masculine oh, voice, um, man. But yeah. It was meant to be. So Dan is um, studying maths, further maths, physics and philosophy with myself. You know, we're very good friends. So he's a very intellectual person. Massim is Dan's spokesperson. Of course, man. I'm, I yeah. am Dan's spokesperson. <laughs> I speak for you. Yeah. Now I speak for you. You don't need to sit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. But yeah. um, Let's go. You want to go? Let's talk about it. So thank you for coming to Inspire FM. Uh, This is Yumi and a Cup of Tea, as you know. You can follow us at um, Inspire FM Luton on Instagram. You can follow us on YouTube, of course, subscribe. Um, You can um, email us at cupoftea at inspirefm.org. You know, sip that tea and it's good. Yeah, I was, that's why I was like, sorry. I'm like, I hope I didn't make the A's bleed. Uh, um, <laughs> now nah, they love that ASMR, man. <laughs> uh, you know, thank you for watching. Um, we're also going to ask you today, because uh, our topic of the day is to have a healthy discussion. So what we want to know is, what are the things that annoy you the most when you're having a conversation with someone? And not like a casual conversation, like, how's the weather, blah, blah, blah. But when you want to actually Go. talk about something that matters. A proper conversation. A proper yeah. Oh, I can't believe you. Who oh, has the weather? Oh, what a disgusting In conversation, it, bro. That's what, I, that's what I say when the conversation goes dead. That means I'll, I just want to leave. <laughs> Eject. Or inject. You know, sometimes small talk, you know, warm them up before you get right in there. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. Um, good, good uh, conversation foreplay, you know. Definitely want to know that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. But yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So let's go on to the articles, yeah? Um... No, oh, did I miss out on anything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so you forgot to talk about our quote of the day, bro. Quote of the oh, day. man, I'm actually a failure, man. I just, just, just kill myself right now. Massim actually came up with this one, which is quite good. It was really cringe, so I hope you love it. <laughs> Debating stops the hate. And so what we're here to talk about is basically the topic of the day, which is um, what we're going to talk about is how to have a healthy discussion. So what we think is debating is the best way to alleviate any um, misunderstandings and hatred of but yeah, so what, would, what are your thoughts on that? I would say it's true, but only if debating is done right. Because you can have debating where it's just people yelling at each other and just getting more and more angry. And then that kind of makes the hating. So, 
You're really agitating me right now, Daniel. I disagree strongly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, is, did I miss out anything else? Um, no, no, not that I can remember. So thank you very much, everyone, for watching. This is you, me, and a cup of tea. And our discussion is uh, how to have a debate and discussion politely and exploring those factors with our friend Daniel. Daniel, please feel free to jump in anytime when we talk about the articles. Uh, there's not a problem. And let's go with the positive news. Thank you, everyone, for watching. This is Yumi and Kapiti, Mass, Ash, and Daniel. The amount of times you plugged, man, this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you know course. this is Yumi and Kapiti? Oh, yeah. Okay. So <laughs> let's get. FM, thank you. Let's get on to the topics then. So, beautiful. Let's go. No, onto the article. Sorry. Uh, so the first article I saw on the Good News Network, which is a really lovely uh, website if you want to just like feel good about yourself, <laughs> uh, is the first one is they found a new, a new therapy treatment. I suppose you can call it. Uh, where they zap certain stimulate certain parts of your brain to alleviate severe depression. So what they try to do is that they stimulate certain parts of your brain that regulates the mood-related circuitry, uh, brain circuits in your natural neurological system. And what they do is they stimulate it in a way that it shows normal behavior, so a normally mentally healthy person's natural mood-related circuits. Because what we found is depression is actually much more biological and uh, in your biochemistry rather than, than something that's external most of the time especially clinical depression so this is um, some new alternative uh, methods to alleviate that it's much a, it's a much better alternative to antidepressants actually yeah because it's um you know antidepressants have a it's lot working of with the brain rather than like yeah man it's kind of shutting it off entirely it's got um it's got a lot of um it's got a lot of um like it's got no side effects really because it's a non-invasive stimulation but um, antidepressants, they tend to make you feel lethargic. Um, and they always wear off. I don't, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Go like, on, man. Side effects in this. Because they make you like just not feel anything. Basically, it's like you become reliant upon the drug. For some people, but it's all about how you take the dosage and what you do. But of course, we're not doctors, guys. So please don't take our word for it. I don't know. Just, just zap your brain. Antidepressants. Depression. I can't speak depression. English either. Because um, I'm brown. Okay. Yeah, this um, sounds like a quite promising breakthrough. I'm I'm gonna like argue the point of do you know what? It sounds like it's not natural. We should all meditate to achieve enlightenment. That's God men. But I mean, no. You could say medicine and surgery isn't natural, but it still helps people. Of course, of course. Um, that was just a counter argument for from a hipster perspective. But hipsters are the ones with the mental health issues, man. We, we, well, I'm guessing half the well hipsterism is increasing. Even that's probably hipsterism. not all. hipsterism. I'm making up words. Today. Hitlerism. I'm on that's the hipsterism. Completely oh, that's completely no. different. We're against Nazis here. In secret. Uh, okay. Let's, let's move on then. So the next one is um, I quite like this one. Uh, so it's talking about the Mangrove Master. Same uh, same website, and all these uh, references, all the articles will be in the description, so you can check it out and have a more of a whole um, view of it. So what he's been doing over Holton. the six. <clears throat> Over the 16 years of um, working in Sri Lanka as a, uh, I'm assuming, uh, environmental activist, uh, Douglas Thissera, I don't know if I said that right, all the Sri Lankan people who are watching this, probably like two of you, tell me what's up in it, if I said it right. But um, he planted <laughs> over 2 million mangroves for his country. And mangroves. And I'm not sure if you know what a mangrove is. I don't. It's I a, don't. Like You're a Bengali, man. It's like a small, it's, <laughs> yeah. like a, it's just like a water tree. Yeah. Uh, they they are so useful because in Bangladesh, right, we used to have lots of mangroves, which is why we wouldn't get flooded. And then oh, due, wow. to, due to deforestation, like, they all as the mangroves got along, we lost sixty percent of our land, man. 
because dirt and silt like builds up in the roots. So yeah, yeah. It forms a natural barrier. Whoa, yo, listen, we need to hit up Sheikh Hasina and make her understand. She needs to plant the mango trees to attack yeah, flooding in Bangladesh. I swear, man. We're gonna, Sorry, nah, <laughs> that's not that's not a tangent. That's actually definitely useful, man. Because um, mangoes are so essential to wildlife, human uh, agriculture, and our health. Because um, you know, as we lo- we've lost quite a lot of land due to um, lowland global uh, uh, global not, yeah, global, global warming. They also yeah. provide tangent. really good like habitats and nurseries for like lots Crabs of and aquatic shrimps. species. Yeah, 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 yeah. So seafood. Yeah, man. See, like, if you want your shrimp, man, you gotta keep them keep alive. Them yeah, man. Happy. <laughs> it's really, it's really good, man. But yeah, I rate that two million trees, man. That is pretty impressive. That's that's. Crazy. He planted all his seeds everywhere. In it, man. That's Beautiful. like a tr- true Darwin right there. And it's like he's also been helping um lots of other small organizations c- continue these community projects, and it's something that we really pr- appreciate and uh, empower here, man. Because all we're trying to do is, you know. Um, allow people to come together as individuals and strive towards a common goal. All right. So the next article is to do with. I actually forgot the personal name of it. Um, sorry, my mind's the gone. Personal blank. name. The name of the article. Oh, it's, develop. It's okay. Yeah, clean power sees first win over fossil fuels in emerging markets. <coughs> so what the article is that's going to be in the description. In a nutshell, what it talks about is how there's loads of emerging markets. So a market is where. Uh, different firms and businesses can flourish and and this is especially in third world countries where uh they're actually becoming the leaders developing countries are becoming the leaders in sustainable energy uh because you know global global warming and climate change is a massive impact of the 20 21st century in that century right now in the 22nd one oh mad thing yeah so 21st century now a lot of people in the part so what they've done is a lot of people in the past used to argue that developing countries shouldn't actually and they couldn't actually um do the high it's too expensive it's too expensive yeah. thank you it's too expensive and that uh, it's going to be it's not going to be cost effective and they don't have the tools for it it's not going to work we out we can't use that as an excuse now so we have to step up yeah and and, and so uh, loads of innovation is creating a lot of employment it's creating a lot of engineers around these developing countries so it's definitely beneficial um well most of the details on the article uh but because we want to get into the good, good, juicy conversation about how to have a discussion. I thought I'd just keep that short. But it's definitely interesting, definitely interesting read to have, guys. But yeah. Um, saving a lot of energy. Oh, quick point. They've actually reduced the amount of coal these developing countries Hasn't, use. like, wind and solar power actually overtaken the Yeah, yeah. Coal, these which is massive. Biofuel as well in yeah, places yeah. like Bangladesh and India, so on and so forth. Let's go. That's um, amazing, man. Discussion. But yeah, so yeah, Keep been, the time. thank you, thank you for carrying on watching. Uh, so the the articles we're talking about, so reducing mental health um, through um, surgical means, <coughs> um, trying to well not sorry, me, uh, scientific means sorry, um, saving the world, man, <laughs> reducing flooding, um, helping Sri Lanka, helping the South Asian countries, and um, trying to improve the entire energy um, atmosphere of the country. Mm. You are the hero, Frodo Baggins. Of course, Massim man, Baggins. Thank you for watching. You are the Massim hero. Baggins. Thank you for watching uh, Inspire FM's You, Me and a Cup of Tea. We definitely appreciate Send that. Send us the questions. But yeah, um, so let us know what you think about those um, those articles if you want. And um, also, definitely send us any questions that you have. And uh, we'd also love to know, remember what really annoys you about having those conversations. Ben, man, tell us what triggers you guys. Of course, and... As you know, we're surrounded here with our lovely guest, 
Dan the man, you know, he's um been here he's got so lovely with his with his um with his aura, man. I really appreciate presence. your presence here. Yeah, yeah. Presence are oh, so, so, nice. so zen, bro. Yeah. Damn. That's <laughs> like hipsterism. How's 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 your week been, man? My week's been alright. Um actually it's been pretty good. Woo. Uh passed my theory test from Oxford. Things are looking up. Oh, man. That's like beautiful. double double whammy yeah. right there, man. That's kinda <laughs> sick. There you That's go. pretty good, man. Collect them wins, bro. Make sure they're in a little, nice little cookie jar for you to take out and enjoy. Of course, man. That's re- I'm really proud of you, man. I, I rate you so much. Appreciate it's really that. good. I, I don't you know. already know I, I rate you in it, so I don't need to say that. Of course, man. Of course. I'm you rate one. everyone. I rate everyone. Except me. Anyway. Thank you. Discussion. Let's go. Let's go. Love it. That was a nice use as well. Yeah. So, yeah, we're talking about how to have a genuinely good discussion. So, at first, I think what we need to nicely talk about and define is what's the difference between a debate and a discussion sorry I've, i messed up my Let's mic set the premise of this discussion so, or a debate what do you think dan what do you think a debate and a discussion are i would say a discussion is something where it's just free form people discussing ideas and just presenting ideas for other people to to grasp so it's no like so with a debate I'd say it's like one side against the other like trying to tear the other one's point down and then put their idea up in its place whereas discussion can take any sort of form really um, just sharing what you think and letting others share what they think okay. so yeah like mutual mutual respect yeah yeah. Mm. yeah I mean you don't always have to agree what someone says in a discussion but right. just being able to let them speak and let them be listened to. It's probably quite a big thing. So, and a debate, in your eyes? And a debate, um, I mean, you can have healthy debates and not healthy debates, but debates are, are usually done publicly. It's it's pitting one idea against another, seeing which one kind of is the better choice, uh, which one triumphs over okay. the other. Triumph. What about you, Ashman? We we had an, we had an interesting discussion about this. Yeah, um, so not a debate, not a debate. Woo! So I was <coughs> essentially suggest or explaining from my perspective that a discussion is where where both parties agree to look for mutual ground to explore a new idea yeah, by like merging the, merging their own ideas, and a debate is where two individuals argue their points <coughs> to persuade the other other person. And I personally believe that a discussion is much more effective in regards to bringing solutions um, because I feel like both parties are much more um, diplomatic in wanting to seek a common ground. It's constructive rather than yeah, destructive. Yeah. So whereas a dis- debate, I, I believe individuals can conduct themselves with respect, but it's more so arguing why your idea so is much more better than the opposition's, and I don't personally believe that leads to a common ground. Debates to can persuade the audience. Sorry, go debates off. can very often end with completely nothing done. Like, yeah, someone has firmly rooted in their opinion and tried but failed to convince the other team, and then vice versa. So people are just going away with the same opinions but slightly more grumpy about it. <laughs> I like how so. you say that. Have, have you ever seen a situation like that occur? Yes. Would, would you um, tell us? I can't really think of a specific example, cool. but just just people arguing in general uh, happens a lot when people are very, very grounded in their beliefs and don't want to hear what other people say. So being quite close-minded and stubborn often leads to 
fruitless debates. And that is where we're going to explore the solutions to how to stop stubborn people. Okay? Well, I kind of <laughs> just like get, my brain. <laughs> my brain just malfunctioned. Then it just like yeah, short. He was like, in, in his mind, was like, the... am I going to tell them about gassing them and putting them in prison yet? Oh wait, no, that's for later. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when when Ash. Oh, when I when I become a totalitarian. Course, totalitarian. But um, I think a discussion. Who asked for your opinion, bruv? Now take go, this. This is the first stage it, it, between it. before Hitler rises, man. <laughs> right, no, I'm sorry, I'm first, they don't ask for your opinion. Then they would want to kill you. That's it. That's the go on, man. So moving on. You're not moving. Speak. But yeah, I think a debate is something that is preferably done in public because when you're having a debate. It's not really for to change the other person's mind, I think. I think it's, it's the to, audience. Yes, to yeah. change the audience's mind. A whole point of the debate is to have a strong argument A, strong argument B, and have them clash out in front of you. And then you can see where the flaws are in either of their arguments. And you make your decision as the observer as to how you believe. Because when you're debating, you have to stick to your guns to some extent. Because when you're debating, you do not want to... You want to fight for your idea. Otherwise, you wouldn't be debating it. And you obviously think your idea is better than the others. So that's where you have that scrutinizing their position and uh, fortifying your own. That happens a lot in a debate. And that's why the that's why it's up to the audience to choose who's held their own better. And that's how you sort of use the debate. Whereas just, a dis- sorry. sorry, go on. Oh, cheers. You're so, you're so kind. Whereas a discussion is much more... That group, you know, brainstorm, think, shower kind of feeling where you're all together talking about an idea. Not necessarily, you are having disagreements, but it's more about, all right, let's 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 put this disagreement to the side. Let's talk about this part then. What do you think about this? How can we create an entire picture where all of us have our own sort of ideas and see where we all at together? But in that still distinctly sticking to what you think is right. So in sharing ideas with others, not warping your own view as yeah. well yeah I, I um, would. so if you imagine your own viewpoint like a like a fruit you, you Ooh, don't wanna, nice and sweet and so so you say i'm an apple you're an orange she's a banana banana so we could just completely mix into thick. like a just a thick smoothie where no one's oh, views yeah. are really their own it's just kind of a mush and then there's a difference a tasty that and mush. like a we get all our cream and yogurt together like of a course. fruit salad which mm. is which is mixed together in a healthy way, but still distinctly separate. I, I like oh. how you uh, changed the metaphor to a fruit bowl. No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I'm comparing them. So yeah, I'm comparing. Oh, a, right, a smoothie right. is a discussion and a fruit salad is a debate. Is that what you're saying? Uh, I'd say a smoothie is a discussion they- which kind of... We're so healthy, guys. And healthily kind of warps what the people taking part end up walking away with. Whereas the sum of the pot. This isn't my metaphor, by the way. Oh, is uh, it not? No, nah, all the uh, props to me, mum. Oh, oh right, thing, with, yeah. Oh, we'll be getting back to her later. With the feast, yeah. yeah. Um, so, oh carrying so with that um, metaphor, then. So, just so I got you right. So, is the smoothie where you, the the product is larger than the sum of its parts? Okay, so, let's imagine uh, a discussion between people of different religions. So, someone's Christian, someone's a Muslim, maybe someone's a Jedi, someone's Jewish as well. Yeah, Jedi, whatever. So, they could get together and say, hey, there's so many similarities between our religions. We're basically <laughs> all the same. We're, we're essentially just one collective that all believe in the same thing. I believe in the force. Which all kind of just merges it into one and when in reality there are very distinct differences mm. between 
the separate viewpoints. So you can merge like a fruit salad, but while still retaining your, your distinct yeah, self. Yeah. 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 Ah, um, That's where I was getting at. Hi guys. I don't know if that was a good. So thank you very much for the new viewers who are watching right now. Uh, appreciate it. And please tell us your thoughts, audience. Tell us what you think on in regards to the metaphor of the fruit salad and the milkshake metaphor in regards to <laughs> debate and discussion, which is nice and healthy, actually. On the, it might give me a pic, image of like a really bright, sunny, happy day, even though it's gloomy yeah, not, outside. Not today. Yeah. Um, so, Daniel, do you have any questions for the audience, man? Like, questions for the audience? Yeah, go for um, it. Let's engage the guests and the audience together. Right. Uh, what do you think we can do to help promote healthy conversation which people are, are listened to and taken on board rather than one-sided <clears throat> conversations? So how, how do you think we can do that? Awesome. So, Massim, uh, what are factors that we believe contribute to a lovely discussion? And uh, Daniel, please tell us. Sorry, mate. I just like, <coughs> kicked your knee there. How dare you? Uh, oh, my God, I'm pathetic. Come back. Um, <laughs> tell, us, tell us factors that you believe that contribute to a healthy discussion as well. Okay. So, I, I, you're asking me and then not Daniel. Yeah, yeah, Daniel. No, you then Daniel, yeah. whoever goes first. Because cool, man. I'll take the first. Go for it. I, feel, I keep on attacking my mic. I'm so sorry. What have I ever... What has this mic ever done to me? You're apologizing to the mic. I'm apologizing to the mic. What about John? Huh? Mike Lives Matter. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Wanting to be heard, but not willing to listen. That's something we feel like is um, definitely among a lot of uh, strong-headed individuals who want their opinion to be like, I'm right, but I'm not willing to listen to why I'm right. I'm right, you're wrong, that's it, you can't change my mind. Boom! But yeah, and it's also like they just want to get their points across, but not necessarily willing to take your point in. Um, a lot of people don't consider the other people's perspective. I bought that for you, man. You have to buy at least one. I'm good for the moment. I'll come later. Don't worry. You know that's a promise. That is a promise. Don't reject the Asian Asian individuals' hospitality. Yeah. Okay. I will beat you up with lovely chicken and food. I will suffocate you with it. I want to touch the bell, but there we go. Thank you. Overly generalizing. So a lot of people tend to generalize so much. Do you see what I just did there? I generalized (laughs) about generalizing people. And it's it's, it's human nature, man. We can't stop it. But it's definitely something that's very bad. Because first of all, when you're in an an argument, and I know everyone's had this, yeah, where they're like, oh man, don't you just hate it when people X, Y, Z. They're like, not all people. Therefore, your your argument's invalid because you said all people, you said you implied all people but they don't so therefore i found an exception to the rules therefore your entire argument is invalid and that you can't have that gap in your you can't have that hole in your logic yeah i'd say um generalizations in themselves aren't necessarily a intrinsic bad thing like we have them for a reason in order to for our brain to be able to process lots of information easily and be able to categorize different things but i feel like when we take that and rely on it too much um if we go by day-to-day life only using our generalizations and not really paying attention to the individuals, then we do lose a lot kind of track of what's going on. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So, so so losing track of where what's going on. Of where different people stand. If you're just putting people into boxes all the time and then labeling them as these boxes. Yeah, you don't understand the intricacies. Yeah. And it's really important to understand intricacies. I definitely and where people are coming from as well. 100%. It's like, oh, they're that because they are. Yeah, and, and why people want to be hurt. Uh, yeah. Oh, I read that. It was a very beautiful, uh, interesting quote. I think it's to do with Hinduism. I'm not too sure. Uh, this 
Hindu master, one of his students asked him, look at that. They were, the family was near the river Ganges and they were... Um, Gan- Gan- Ganges? Thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, yeah, we're near the river Ganges and they were screaming at each other and uh, the student asked, why, why are they screaming? Why do they just not speak pe- peacefully? And what the, the master said was, their souls are so far apart, they're so far away from each other that they have to scream in order to, to hear each other. So when you calm and and when you're calm and collected and you listen to someone and you don't need to shout and you're heard and you you feel understood very quickly your souls are much more closer and i think that's just to do with the ego as well mm, yeah but i thought that was a nice little relevant tangent so yeah i like that cool thank you i appreciate that bro um what else is there bro sorry wanting to win i, I i've cool. been there i'm not yeah. gonna lie i've been there i've i lived there <laughs> what's the rent like it's Cost free because I'm right. <laughs> well, as long as you keep winning, you stay there forever. No, I'm joking. But that is definitely <clears throat> something that is so ingrained in a lot of us arrogant people like myself. And, you know, you're just like, I have to be right. Otherwise, what's the problem? Why would I say? No, I'm joking. But I did not hear that, by the way. Yeah, I didn't want to. I don't want to say. Okay, it. okay, cool, cool. Karen, this is haram. I apologize. I don't want to, you know, come off cross as someone who's arrogant and overconfident see okay anyway wanting to win is a very big very big problem because what that means when you win is you both come out feeling worse off because the other person no longer wants to speak to you about the topic you're not going to actually come up with anything uh beneficial because you feel like oh i've won therefore my idea is good enough so no one really benefits from that i would say that oftentimes the most constructive thing that can happen within a discussion or a debate is when someone realizes that, all right, I might not be 100% right about this, or I might not be. So when someone kind of overturns their position and then thinks of it in a more open-minded new light, that can be often the best thing that happens in a discussion because you're making progress. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I actually don't know how to expand on that, so I'm just going to leave it there. Well, I can. Right, Matt, uh, so that was wanting to win, right? Do you see that? Do you see that? Do you so see what happened, Matt? Is there any using unreasonable... What, what does that mean? This is one that Daniel was talking to me about. He's, oh, he's, um, I suppose I can let you expand on it as well if you'd like to. It's about using unreliable sources of information. Oh, yeah. So, um... Whew, confidence. You have, you have people who will... They'll see a post on Facebook or they'll watch a short YouTube video on a controversial topic or any topic in general and then they would... Assume that that is fact. So they they watched a YouTube video of someone giving a really poor explanation, but with conviction why the Earth is flat, and then they go away from that thinking, <laughs> "Oh damn, how have I been so blind? The Earth is flat. It's obvious." And then they would argue very strongly for that point mm. without really knowing the facts. It's like kind of false confidence in a in Ooh, an ideal source. Fake um, news, man. Yeah, damn, I'm not gonna lie. That, that thank you, Daniel, for going on to that because that swiftly actually moves on to two interesting articles that i've read um now what you kind of just touched on are confident people who speak about their views um and what's interesting about this is going to be in the description guys the two articles that i've read so one of them was to do with the psychology and the alignment of uh ideas um so confident people who express themselves Human beings tend to align them, uh, listen to people who are confident, and to be confident means to have 
complete assurance in your views. Now, people who are more intrinsic think who are more intellectual thinkers and who are intrinsic, they think about the little details and all the complicated aspects of it tend to have less confidence in the arguments because it is it's so complicated so nobody can be right because there's so many different angles to actually solve the issue whereas more confident people what they do is they get the idea simplify it big and, one punchy statement and big one punchy statement yeah. and this is called the dun kruger effect um and this is where we because we don't know how to because we think as individuals we're we're right and we can't be wrong we argue the point so confidently because we're like thinking okay i'm, I'm rational i'm logical um I'm going to make this point, even though they're completely wrong. Irrational. It's like it's like Trump. He thinks he's so right about climate change when he's completely wrong. Uh, leading leading on to that. Trump is so right. <laughs> um, so that's, that's an important aspect. Um, a lot of our ideas are really emotionally, psychologically rooted. And it even goes into when we have political debates and ideological debates. Kind of touching on what you said there about kind of the people who prevent present a simple idea but with confidence compared to the people who have kind of a more complex idea but don't really present it the fact that the people who even if it's a wrong idea the fact that they the way they present it makes other people believe that one's right can be a problem yep. as well with people like it's like the loudest person is right or in in a discussion whoever kind of has the favor of the crowd maybe they say something personal like they take it away from the actual topic mm-hmm. but they just Make it, it per- gives yeah. them the illusion of being correct. Mm. So people walk away from that thinking, oh yeah, that guy was obviously right. It's a bit of mob mentality. Even though he didn't really have like any good arguments at all, he just, it became not a discussion at all. I actually would like, in something else. I'd like to like reinforce, I just sure. want to reinforce your point a little bit more actually as well. Now with, with a lot of people, because we, thinking requires energy. And in this article, the article is actually talking about how people don't like, people don't want to deal with social issues and they, like politicians like I'm going to say Nigel Farage because they give a very simple solution to a complicated issue such as immigration and people don't actually want to use their thinking faculties in order to solve a problem because that requires a lot of energy and it's just really draining on life <clears throat> and I so, sorry go for it. Uh, I was going to say you're definitely right you have a definitely valid point Daniel when it comes to how you have these suave speakers who are able to move the crowd to their own whims and tend to make it feel as if they did win. And that's definitely something that we as audience, as an audience need to be able to perceive and say, is this person saying anything of substance? But at the same time, we are human and we are drawn in by charismatic people. Mm -hmm. So I feel like rather than trying to be, because like Ash said, this is very mentally draining to constantly listen to every word they say and trying to be like, all right, does this make sense? Is this factually correct? Perhaps we should try to promote people trying to improve their communication skills. And if you have two equally suave um, debaters going at it against each other, all what will be left is the, the battle of ideas. Yeah. Oh, right, sorry, my bad. They'll, they'll count. <laughs> I know you're not. <laughs> I, I, just, I, just, just be swayed, <laughs> I just like completely just misunderstood what you said. Yeah, but no, nah, because nah, then the charisma is there in both sides. So you can feel like, okay, I've got the best version of the argument here versus the best argument of the version here. And so I can see both. Something's going mad. Um, so I can see both of the um, ideas battling to, battling each other to the best form they can be. I mean, in an ideal world, that would be the situation. We would want to pit ideas against themselves equally. However, practically speaking, that isn't always the case. If you're just having a conversation with someone like 
in the playground at school or just like mad sink on the bus or something arguing about brexit like (laughs) it's not going to be fair um if someone's there with a massive group of friends and they're arguing at someone who is alone that the one with the friends will obviously win because everyone will side with them yeah social so yeah um Thank you. Uh, any anyone who's watching this is Inspire FM live. You, me, and a cup of tea. Uh, follow us on Instagram, uh, Inspire FM Luton. Follow us. Uh, send us emails on uh, you, me, and a cup of tea ins- at Inspire dot org. Right. And at Inspire FM dot org. Yeah, at Inspire FM And um, please, audience, do you have any questions on what are your thoughts? Have you guys had any experience in regards to being in an argument? And rather than actually the argument being discussed, it's social social bandwagging bandwagoning uh that wins the argument yeah carrying on so, so um do a lot a lot of the time it does come down to the individual to to you um if you're watching a debate or experiencing a discussion you always have to challenge your assumptions and you always have to think to yourself mm. who is making good points here and how can i trust them um Ooh, that's deep if one. you want to believe in something you have to it needs to come from somewhere you can't just take it at face value. You, you do have to do some thinking yourself. Because otherwise we just have sheep. Yeah, of course. Nothing uh, wrong with sheep. And sheep. I love sheep. <clears throat> I love it. It's good to eat. Don't you love lamb chops? It's pretty good. I but swear on lambs and sheep are different. Lambs are just baby sheep. Lambs, yeah. I didn't... Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay, my sheep. bad. And um, just real quick, uh, I wanted to uh, just provide some advice as well. Is If you really do want to improve the Are you weight, qualified? Yeah. Um, if you really do wow. want to, improve, if you really do want to improve your ability to critically um, evaluate an argument, you should watch a debate that you don't have any um, interest s- bias towards. So just watch one between, like, say, if you're not a very religious person, watch a religious debate between a Christian and a Muslim, or say you're not a very political person, just watch a debate between a right winger and a left winger, and just watch it and just see. All right, what are they talking about? Let's see, like. Are the ideas crafted well? Yeah. It's not necessarily about the uh, contents of the idea, but also the execution. And um, our producer wanted us to read out this quote from Imam Shafi. I don't know who that is, but apparently it's a very nice quote. <clears throat> <clears throat> Never do I argue with a man. Why are you screaming it, man? Because like, you have to, it's got to be powerful. You've yeah. got to powerful. deliver You want to scare, you scare be a charismatic, people, suave person. Don't want to scare people. Never do I argue with a man with a desire to hear him say what is wrong. Or to expose him and win victory over him. Whenever I face an opponent in debate, I silently pray, O oh Lord, help him so that the truth may flow from his heart and onto his tongue. And so that if truth is on my side, he may follow me. And if truth be on his side, I may follow him. That's a really beautiful quote. Like and all it's talking about, essentially, if you can't like follow the um, beautiful poetic ways of which he's trying to formulate that, is um, I submit myself to the ideas and the truth and the fact. If the fact and the truth follows the correct, follows the certain idea that I'm against, I will be intellectually honest enough to accept that, take that L, and then follow him. Take the L. Don't be stubborn enough to mm. keep believing in an idea if you know it's wrong. Yeah. That's um, what it's about. I want to actually say what's really... I'm just throwing this in there. And it's actually lead on to uh, something that Daniel's going to talk about later on. Um, <coughs> so I was reading a political uh, article on right... People who associate with right-wing political ideology and left-wing political ideology. And this is to do... The article's going to be in description, guys. So it was a study done by University of Exeter with other associated partners. 
and what they discovered was um democrats they specifically was people who voted democrats used the um <coughs> oh man the left posterior, posterior insula thank you very much Masum, Always, that. Man, awesome. <laughs> i appreciate that yeah so the left posterior insula and that is to do with um feelings associate with you make decisions based upon the sensations your body feels uh and the reactions that your gut instincts tell you so it's much more of an emotional kind of uh viewpoint and whereas republican thinkers what they do is they use their uh left right amygdala which is to do which is associated with thinking about risk and reward and future so they think much more like that and the sample size is pretty small. They only did it with like about 70 people, I'd say, uh, which isn't enough uh, to be definitely complete. complete yeah. yeah. Uh, but what they did argue in the article was that people can, they can predict people's political orientation uh, eight, 70 to 80% of the time. Based Would on whether you, they're a thinking person or a feeling person. Uh, yeah. Or how people make their decisions. Yeah, yeah. Because we don't want to, I, I, we don't want to like say, just because you use your, gut let's say your sensations your emotions to make a decision in comparison to someone who is a much more future risk taking decision because it they're both therefore risk oriented yeah Yeah, sorry um because they're both very they're both there for a reason in regards to how we think and how we do things um which goes back into what daniel talks about so daniel has something called from the feast uh these characteristics of a good discussion and because we all think and argue differently some people argue more from an emotional standpoint thinking about how other people feel and how they feel and while others think about the risk and this discussion these qualities or the characteristics that you should carry in these discussions really i believe will level out the playing field yeah. in order to understand how other people and think before we just jump onto that um let's just do a little sort of 100%. recap so uh, thank you all for watching again. I know it's uh, an hour long, so it's you know it's big long stay. We appreciate you being with us for forty minutes already. You know, especially you two troopers who've been staying throughout the entire stream. Really appreciate, appreciate that. Um, you know, so it was really good uh, talking about where what is a debate versus a discussion. What are the benefits of both sides, and how we are actually wired to um, you know follow certain ways of speaking rather than the ideas, and how we are we are easily we're we're, we're valuable creatures we have mistakes and that's normal but it's all about you know trying to improve yourself that incremental one percent that's what it's all about um remember to uh follow us on inspire fm and uh follow us on instagram inspire fm leads him sorry and um <coughs> just want to say real quick you know thank you to my boy daniel men he's uh taking the time out here to sit with us and discuss <laughs> Uh, these interesting ideas. So yeah, man. You know, it's like, and actually, I'd like to jump into this real quick. Um, so Daniel's mom, Ulrika, she hosts this thing called Feast, uh, Feast Radio. Oh, she's part of. Is she part of Feast Radio? The, the Feast organization. And it's yeah, just yeah. she's part of the Feast. Uh, so Plug basically, it. her job focuses around bringing people, <clears throat> usually young people from different backgrounds, together to discuss their points of view in a healthy way. So she's been working with the youth, uh, Christian youth from St. Mary's Church, Luton, and uh, a lot of the Muslim youth from various mosques around town. And just to kind of bring them together and to get them to talk about their beliefs in a way that isn't kind of like, I'm right, you're wrong, I need to convert you. But (sighs) gets them to understand other people's viewpoint and gets them to strengthen their own viewpoint at the same time. 
beautiful. It's like nice and harmonious, and that's yeah. what we seek in the world. And um, if you're a avid listener of Inspire FM Radio, you'd know that Ash, Dan, and myself. We, that's some nice English right there. Of course, man. I'm not an immigrant like you. <laughs> um, we all partook in a feast radio collaboration with Inspire FM to talk about faiths. So with Dan being from the Christian side, Ash from being a, I'd say, Muslim side, and uh, myself being, you know, like... Neutral. I suppose neutral, basically. If you want to call it that. Um, And we had a really healthy discussion about uh, how to live a meaningful life, whether God, uh, are we pleasing God? How do we know we're helping him? How do we know that uh, we can lead a meaningful life, even with or without God? Talking about things like that, and it was really useful. And some of the... um, tips that she's given for the guidelines for having a healthy discussion with your people around you is um i'm just gonna read it for you i mean <clears throat> are we gonna list it off or are we gonna kind of like talk about each one in turn i think uh, we should list it and then i'll list and see, the see which ones, ones like renaissance renaissance with you yeah, yeah so tell us um, <laughs> should we not number them like number one number two number three and then people can actually in the audience so this is our solution these are the solutions that we're going to discuss. So these are the factors that we believe and the feast believes that contribute to a good, healthy dialogue and discussion. <coughs> so Massim's going to list them off. Take it away. Or, yeah. Or, or should we let Daniel list them off? <coughs> go for it. Just go for it. Like, whatever. Yeah, okay. It was just a suggestion. Listen to what everyone Doesn't has to say. Sorry. <laughs> I just went against the first Do thing. Do not. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. Just... I'll start again. Nah, man. No, I'm not going to start again. You interrupt me. Wow, man. Someone like... Do not tell others what they believe, but conference. let them tell you. Do not force people to agree with your views. Acknowledge similarities and differences between our faiths, but that can be stretched to any sort of beliefs, really. Your ideologies... Even. Political, moral, <clears throat> whatever. Make every effort to bet to get along with everyone, regardless of their faith, gender, race, or age. Also, we are going to post these rules in the description if you're more interested in them. I guess that comes down to respect, that one. Mm. Do not judge people here by what some people of their faith or community do. Be honest in what you say. Respect other people's views, even if you disagree. Do not treat someone as a spokesperson for their culture or their faith. Speak positively of your faith rather than negatively about other people's faith. And these are a few of the... Uh, guidelines for dialogue and one which is i suppose something to reassure everyone having a discussion is at any stage you can ask for a discussion to be stopped if you feel uncomfortable and i want people to know that that is definitely allowed and it's definitely not frowned upon i could tell you an example actually yesterday ash and i were having a (laughs) on the bus yeah on a bus we were having a discussion which ash did not feel comfortable about speaking in front of public in in the front of a bus we were in a bus yeah so uncomfortable by all means i asked him like are you do you feel comfortable with this conversation and he said no and i, I respect that and we just moved on in it we don't, yeah, we, don't we don't we don't need to like force it out and you know have that open accepting mindset when you're having a discussion because not everyone will be feel comfortable because it's something really close to their heart context of the environment is very important because where you have a discussion where it is is very yeah. important because you may offend a lot of people or understand like mentality if you're staying true to your point and you're being honest and you're trying to put forward your view in a in a good way. If that risks offending people, then so be it. If they want to get offended, then I guess they'll be offended. But it's not like you're trying to antagonize people. You're just being who you are and you're <clears throat> giving your honest opinion. If people want to take offense at that, then Sorry, man. that's oh, fine. No. Obviously, be sensitive to a situation. Mm. Don't 
obviously try to antagonize people in any way. <laughs> but unless as your goal, don't censor yourself in order to risk, in order to prevent risking upsetting people. I, I actually quite. Um, that's really interesting because, like, from British, from a British perspective, we are not about that free speech life. We're not about hate speech. We are. We're not. We don't like hate speech. Oh, you mean us? Yeah, we don't like hate speech. Us. Yeah, we don't like us. hate speech. As in, like, I hate hate speech because some people in Br- in Britain hate speech is illegal, and 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 that statement I understand where you're coming yeah. from. Uh, if you're gonna have something polite to say in a, in a respectable manner, and you know it's controversial, don't be afraid to still state it. Yeah. I mean, the thing with hate speech is it's said deliberately. Oh yeah, to have an impact on people, to have a negative kind of reaction from mm-hmm. people. Um, so I guess that's different from yeah. We need to acknowledge kind of being true to yourself. Yeah, mm. definitely. Um, what I was gonna say was. You know, try and understand where other people are trying to come from. Uh, acknowledge their sincerity. And, and some people aren't actually trying to, like, be fish, you know. They're well, not trying to trigger you. Yeah, yeah. That's what I I'm mean, I, to say. I'd say um, do be true to yourself, even if it risks offending people. However, also respect others. So if saying what you say does... is uh, negatively affecting people in quite a significant manner... Um, and especially if they kind of bring it up to you in a helpful way rather than saying, oh, you're wrong. You make me feel so angry. Some yeah. people are angry, man. You, I would say definitely respect others, even if it means not fully putting yourself into a discussion. I understand. Um, actually, Daniel, I would love to ask you some questions we have prepared for you, my man. Massam, go ahead and fire them away because we only have like how long do we have left? We've got like ten minutes. Ten ish minutes. Ten minutes. Okay, so ask uh, questions that you feel are re- relevant, and then we'll round it all off. What do you do when you get vexed? What do you do when you get vexed in a conversation? When, oh, okay. Um, I guess if a conversation is specifically annoying me, or I, I feel like I don't get angry easily. I can I so feel a lot of anger in that. <laughs> I don't get angry easily, <laughs> guys. The difference between being passionate about something and being angry. But anyway, I'd, I'd say I can retain my cool uh, most of the time. However, if I'm at a point where I'm literally like, anger is kind of clouding my thoughts and my judgment, I'll just remove myself from the discussion. Oh. Like if someone's really like being incredibly stubborn and incredibly kind of... How do you remind yourself... How do you remind... Because when anger comes along, for some people, it's just... Some people don't even know that they're getting angry. And that was the case for me. I, my brother even said to me, Ashraf, you don't actually even know that you're getting angry. You're saying you're not getting angry, but you're, you sound pretty vexed. And he was right. I'm not angry, man. I'm not angry. Uh, but how would you deal with that? For someone who it doesn't acknowledge... How t- um, I guess always be aware of what you're saying. Be quite... I'm, I, the bodily sensations, I, be aware yeah. of those. I would also say be very perceptive or receptive yeah. to your the person you're talking to. Because sometimes if you can see that you're talking to someone, they're feeling really defensive or like like alert. And that happens they, if, if you're invested in the conversation. So if you're actually like listening to what they're saying, um, you can and tell, your attention's uh, fully on them, then yeah. You can tell like, oh, is, they're, yeah. they're scared of me right now. <laughs> it's probably because I've got a knife out, but let me just put it <laughs> Um, another one it's not necessarily a question but I just really wanted to bring it up um, have you heard of the term straw man well for all of that you, you who don't know what that is straw man is when you um, build up a fake argument and then you beat it down so it's when you misrepresent someone's views and then you attack those views so for example oh so you hate all the Jews oh you're, you're just like Hitler you know how could you do that but rather 
what they did say was, I don't know. I don't like black people. Oh, that's a bad example. Yeah, but that's, that's a terrible example. That's a terrible example. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? I mean, maybe something like, you see these people like... Um, so that comes kind of back... There's, there's let's say immigrants, black, for example. Yeah, 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 immigrants, okay, yeah. good arm. The good immigrants time. are taking all our jobs, yeah? And it's like, oh, so you hate immigrants? And I'm like, no, I'm just concerned about the economy of my country. And yeah, then one could argue that it's actually technology. I would and say that comes back to one of the guidelines for dialogue was course, let yes. others let others tell you what they believe rather than you telling them what they believe. Yeah. So... Don't misrepresent people, especially if you're literally talking to them there. Like, let them tell you what they believe, so you're you understand their point, so yeah. you can then discuss 100%. that. And um, so what I would like to talk about that is, I think a really good solution to this is to steel man your opponent. So steel man is the exact opposite of a straw man, where you give them the best case of the argument, perhaps even improving it. Telling them and having it agree with them, so they can say, "Is this what you believe?" This is Yo, precisely what I believe. That's a very lovely solution, and I, I would love to carry on doing that on with you guys. As well, yeah. Um, I'll, but because we're running out of time, we, we have to... we have five minutes. But we need B- to... before we have the outro. Oh right, okay, Mike. So we've got ten minutes left. Okay, man. Okay, cool. I didn't know that. I thought. Oh, sorry, guys. I haven't been uh, prepped properly. Don't worry, that. man. Uh, that's that's why I'm behind the desk. Yeah, exactly. got, He's the boss, time. man. I'm uh, your boss, man. You come to me. Let's go. Definitely. What did you what, what did you want to talk about before you wanted to? There's still. You said you wanted to talk. Oh, about I thought something. there was a few more questions. There are a few more questions. Ah, okay. Um, I want to hear that the, beautiful voice of his. What are the traits of an ideal discussion or a debate? Um, I would say the guidelines for dialogue kind of for describe a, that quite well. Both a debate but, and a discussion. I, I, you would have to go around it differently for different types of discussion. Again, being sensitive to the environment. So. I would say with a discussion, definitely like listening, even with debate as well. Listening is a massive part of. Yo, like, it's like fifty percent. Uh, it's more than fifty percent. Look at that. Right, I've got to listen to you two more than I'm speaking. Wow. But anyway, shade so- thrown. <laughs> Whoa, dude! <laughs> you trying to tell us the shot? <laughs> yes. No comment. Um, <laughs> so yeah, if you listen to someone, then you have a much better understanding of where they're coming from so you have a much better understanding of them as a person as well so if you go into a discussion without actually listening to what they have to say and just like blindly throwing your opinion out there it, it just doesn't end well um awesome. people need to be better listeners mm. what about what, what's the next question that we'd like to ask um, last one here is should we not speak to people who aren't willing to change their mind do you say that one more time please into should, the mic? should should uh, you just didn't hear it, innit? Yeah, I didn't hear it. <laughs> um, okay, so should we not speak to, so should we ignore the people who aren't willing to change their minds? I think we should change their mind about that. Oh, I love that. Can you elaborate, please? Okay. Um, so if someone's being exceptionally stubborn, and <clears throat> I mean, there's a difference between being rooted in your opinion and being rooted in your opinion in a way that nothing will change that. You have to have all of your ideas with a healthy kind of sense of i believe i'm right however there's a chance that might not be um rather than i'm right and nothing anyone can say will change that so engaging in a discussion with these people in the kind of conventional sense of trying to get their points and then argue against it that's not really going to be very productive but if you can kind of talk to them in a deeper sense and actually get to why they're so sure of themselves and how we can kind of see where they're coming from with that then i'd say that could yield productive results that's quite nice yeah. um i'd like to leave 
one last question to the audience, and then we can wrap up. Is that okay? 100%. So, um, this is something that Ash and I have been discussing, and I spoke with, to Dan about this as well. In recent years, we've been experiencing much more division among social issues, especially between the left and the right political parties, and with Trump being elected, Brexit happening, and a lot of um, tension we've been noticing that there are two distinct groups uh, that dislike each other's existence quite a lot. And I won't necessarily give an example, but I'm sure you can know what I'm talking about. How can we go about trying to facilitate a healthy discussion between those two groups with valid points, by the way, on both sides, who do have um, a genuine reason for the distaste for the other group? And when you see this genuine distaste on both sides, and you can, I myself can understand both sides, like why they would like to, um, why they have an issue. How could we go about trying to facilitate a discussion or facilitate a way to create a harmonious sort of atmosphere between those two opposing groups in order to uh, achieve greater social harmony? That's something I want to leave you, the viewers, with. Yes. Yeah, so basically, Daniel, before I do the outro, would you just, you know, I, I would love, I think people would be definitely interested in the feast and who you are as a human being. And as a human being. As a human being. Woo. Um, yeah, so um, what is, uh, where can we, where can the audience get in contact with the feast and how can, how to, how they, they have a website at, I think it's just com. Don't quote me on that, but just Google the feast and it will probably come up. So Lee. if you want to kind of hear more about how they're getting people to co- uh, collaborate in positive dialogue then definitely check that out awesome um daniel do you have anything that you'd like to leave the audience with before we before i outro completely um if you walk away with one thing is um be a lot more aware about your involvement in conversations and discussions and stuff like we were saying earlier taking uh like analyzing people's viewpoints and figuring out for yourself who's right who's wrong and kind of where you want to stand in that so not just following my sheep, basically. Awesome, not a problem. All right, thank you very much Thanks for, uh, for um, Massim hosting the show and Daniel for being here and being a brilliant guest. You're really appreciate it. Co-host. You're you're behind the desk, bro. Anyways, you're yeah. You're side of the desk, so yeah, he's exactly. Not there. I'm I'm with my boy Daniel. Yeah. Jeez. Fair enough. <laughs> That's so true. And he's behind the desk as well. So what I wanted to say was, so. We defined in the beginning of this, so we spoke about our three main articles was to do with, the first one was to do with um, how doctors have found a way to stimulate certain parts of the brain to reduce depression and how it's effective. The second article was to do with how an individual went and planted magat, magal trees? What? Mangroves. Mangrove trees. Magal. Sounds like magal. Yeah, mangrove trees. Uh, how many Just mangroves, they're not trees. Oh, right. Okay, my bad. Well, they, are, they, are, they are trees. Okay. I mean, yeah. Let's not get into semantics. Anyways. Yeah. <laughs> mangroves. Um, mangroves. Mangroves. And that helps with making sure that flooding doesn't over overtake a country. And the last one was to do with developing countries and how they're actually at the forefront of renewable energy and the markets there. So that was a discuss- uh, the article that we've discussed. Uh, so we defined the difference between a discussion and a debate. And for Massum, uh, Daniel, Ma- Daniel spoke about a discussion is like a smoothie and he spoke, said that a debate is like a fruit salad, each of them having their own, one being mixed together while other being separate but also in the same bowl, which I actually quite liked that. Um, 
we went on to talk about how the main factors that contribute to a bad discussion is or and I- issues that affect a discussion is uh, wanting to be heard uh generalizations wanting to win and social bandwagoning as well as um yeah social bandwagoning what else was there yeah generalizing straw manning, straw manning. okay awesome thank you um so one of the last stuff that we spoke about was the seven i think it was like seven points uh that the feast talks yeah. about that's going to be in the description okay. so i'm just going to go over that really quickly uh don't interrupt don't force your beliefs on someone else uh try get along don't judge by um yes yeah, it's, it's just don't, don't judge yeah. by the person uh be honest uh don't uh don't speak don't speak for someone don't let someone don't let someone be the spokesperson for a religion and always speak positively um when we spoke about how to deal with these discussions if you get frustrated or angry daniel said to remove yourself and always listen to how the other person's reacting to you thank you very much this is uh, you me and a cup of tea follow us on inspire fm luton uh on youtube and instagram share like audience please send in your emails thank you very much have a lovely day thank you for listening to our podcast why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at InspireFM Luton.